Okay, okay, okay. Odyssey, D Live, something. D Live, <laughs> Facebook, kick. Uh, and we're off. It is Monday, September 25th, 2023 AD, Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. Gonna have a fun show, hopefully. Talk about this Miss Z- White Miss Zimbabwe. Did you hear about that? That's fun. I went to Revolver News. You guys proud of me? I went to something other than CNN or The Skim for my information this morning. And I grabbed one quick little headline. And uh, nice to see, too, on, a, on a Instagram, I saw this purported video of a, of a shoplifter-looking guy getting tackled by loss prevention or somebody. Cuff him. And they cuffed him. You don't need to cuff He had to tackle him twice because he keep, kept on trying to steal stuff and walk out of the store. <laughs> so I'll show that to you. Trump, positive thinker. Very positive thinker. He's like, come on, media. Be honest. You can do it. It would be a big day in America. <laughs> nice. Um, socialist school lunches. And uh, other stuff going on in the world. What is the different symptoms of evil? Crime, homelessness, uh, messed up families, and whatever else. Being a liberal, being a lame-o, fake, angry conservative. All that stuff. Nice. So... Hopefully all of that, and maybe even more, and your calls if you would like to call in, guys, and some beautiful music, you know, some mildly attractive music. (laughs) But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the doing i am fine i'm a little thrown off because the headphones are all messed up for me i crank up or down the music knob and it does very little i mess with the jesse knob and it does a lot more and then i can't even hear my voice what a mess anyway nothing to be done right now i guess i'm wearing my flat earth shirt shout out to show sugino i am an honorary flat earth society member even though i I can plainly tell, just as anybody with some sense on the matter can tell. It's an obvious globe. Obvious globe. Plainly a ball. And this is a shiny uh, print, so you can't really make it out, but it's actually kind of cool looking. I like pictures of nature. (laughs) And this has a a picture of a flat earth on it. Imagine trying to run in this. It would just get caked on your... uh, You'd have instant chafing, (laughs) if you're one to chafe. It would, I don't know, it's like a thick, 
you can hear it. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, so thank you, Shosugino, and thank you, the Flat Earthers. I have many Flat Earthers in my audience. Vocal Flat Earthers. Perhaps they're a, the squeaky wheel, the loud minority, a la the blacks. And it says, the best show on the Flat Earth, the Hake Report. Cool. It's not a Hake-sanctioned t-shirt, but I'm wearing it because, uh, Somebody gave it to me, and it, I forgot that I had it. Uh, let me get to a call right quick before I um, get into these stories, guys. This white Zimbabwe, Miss Zimbabwe, mildly attractive, too. And I didn't even really have to censor anything of hers. Maybe I could have, but it was debatable. Uh, James is a first-time caller in Cincinnati, Ohio, on the line. has a question. What's up, James? Thanks for calling, man. How you doing? Hi, um, I was just calling to um, ask, um, did you, are you, do you believe in the pre-trib rapture or the post-trib rapture? Neither. Okay, so what about 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 17? What's it say? <clears throat> then we who are alive, well verse, seven, well, verse 16 says the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then verse 17 says, Then we who are alive shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to be with the Lord forever. Um, Matthew 24, verse 40 through 41, tells you that two men will be in the field, one left, one taken. Two women grinding with a handmill, one left, one taken. Uh, we have the scripture on what's happening to the people who, that are being taken and the people that are left behind during this tribulation. Left behind. So, like the yes. like the movie series or TV series, or books. Yes, yes. is that that's Kirk Revelation, Cameron? That's Revelation chapter twenty, verse four. It tells you what what's going to happen to the people who are left behind. They have to get beheaded by the Antichrist for their testimony of Jesus. Um, I don't I don't know if you guys know if it if it means I don't know if it means what you guys think it means necessarily. Um, what do you mean? Say again? Uh, you, um, I'm saying, what do you mean? I don't know if it, if what you're, what you think it is saying is going to happen as you think that it's saying it. I mean, well, there's a lot of rapture scripture in the Bible. Um, Revelation chapter three, verse 10, um, where Jesus tells you there's an event coming on the earth, and to those who've kept his words tender to, to the end, they'll be saved from this event. They won't have to go through it. Um, First Thessalonians chapter one. Right, verse but 10. but but you're you're saying all these things, but I'm but I'm telling you that I don't know that it means what you're thinking that it means. I'm not denying that those things are in the Bible. I've read them. Well, yeah, but we'll see. I got you, but and I don't know what I, to think about it, so I don't believe either way about it. Okay, well, well, that's you know that's what the dialogue is for. I, I I've never heard you like speak on the rapture and stuff, but yeah, that's what that's what we're out here proving that's about to come. You know, because Jesus Who, has given us. How are you proving uh, that it's about to come? We just proved with federal science law that Jesus Christ manifested before me, John fourteen twenty one. 
and told me that it's happened. Before, John 14, told you, 21. Told you, you, James, or told John? No, he told me. But there's told a scripture. You, James? A, yes, but there's a scripture in the Bible that tells you Christ can manifest before anyone. Why are you That's, proving yeah. it? Who are you proving it to? Well, we proved it in the uh, California um, sta- uh, state courts. Who's we? Um, uh, me and my ministry. Oh, you and your, you have a ministry going. Okay. No yeah, problem. the Bible school ministry. Well, yeah, because pe- people well, thought name, I was great. Don't, don't name it just because we don't want to name drop. I got on you. Show. I got you. But yeah, yeah but um, again, people thought I was crazy, but now it's proven by with this in, in the courtroom that I'm not. A I crazy don't know, person. man. Being proven anything in the courtroom nowadays, you really trust courts? Courts don't even even stuff that's proven in courts. People don't are not going to believe it. You know. It's kind of like well, what Jesus said in the Bible, even if I performed a miracle in front of them or, or raised a prophet back from the dead, they won't believe you. So well, people are not going to, people are going to believe or not science, believe. Yeah, there's a science test system that uh, America uses in the courtroom that uh, no one knows comes from the Bible. And Jesus told me that, and I have the scripture for that as well. Oh, man. So why are you this on this kick? Like, what do you mean? Why are you on this rapture kick to prove it to people and tout it and all that? I, I'm just doing exactly what Jesus Christ told me. Again, no, I've the, never seen a. Is it something? He, is it something that he told uh, everybody and that they can read in the Bible for themselves, or did he tell it you pers- to you personally outside of what the Bible says? Uh, no, he literally manifested before me in spiritual form, just like the scripture says, and he told me um, to tell everybody. And he gave me the information to prove it in the courtroom. Mm. Wow. How long have you been listening to Hake? Um, a few weeks, a few months, uh, about a month. Wow. Is, I've it, been listening is it Jesus approved? Um, I, I just, I, I'm just, he just moved on my spirit to call to, um, to the No, to the I mean, is show. the Hague report Jesus approved? I'm not talking about your the, the fact that you're calling in the show. I don't mind that. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, um, <laughs> nice. if he's moving on my spirit to come here, I mean, he tried. I tried to get to the Dr. Field show myself, but Jesus didn't, didn't not allow that to happen. Okay. Because what we were going to do on that show is prove. But I don't care about Dr. Phil. He's my competitor. I want to know about Hake. (laughs) Well, yeah, I was just saying that. Okay, what's my fault? I won't. No, no worries. No worries. Dr. Phil, everybody knows who Dr. Phil is. JLP's been on Dr. Phil. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. On that show, they use something called the polygraph test. That's Um, shame. That's woefully unreliable. Well, not really. Yeah, you um, might be right. I don't know. That's, that's just what I've heard. The, that's a lie detector test, right? Polygraph? Well, all Los Angeles police officers have to take a mandatory polygraph test be, to become police officers. So it's pretty credible in the state of California. It's, but this it's not credible. Like, Come on. Jo- Joel Friday was rejected from the LAPD from a, not a polygraph, but a uh, personality test or something like that. He was a little too honest. And independent thinking. Yeah, well, 
Yeah, that's that's something different. So you're appealing to man's authority to prove something, and no, 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 you're skipping over something, sir. Okay, so what? I have the scripture that proves the polygraph test comes from the Bible. Oh, really? Does it say? Does it say it has to come from two or more witnesses, and a woman doesn't count as a witness? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm proving that Jesus Christ really did manifest before me and tell me this stuff. This is why no nobody knows this. He literally gave me one of one. How old are you? I'm forty. Forty years old. Yes. Why are you going around bragging that Jesus appeared to you? Oh no 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 no! This that John fourteen twenty one no, is no, no, in the no, Bible. No, answer me. Why are you going around bragging that Jesus appeared to you? I'm answering you, sir. No, you're um, saying John fourteen, but why are you bragging that Jesus appeared to you? No, brother, I'm not bragging. I'm telling people the rapture is coming. That's not bragging. What's good about What's good about telling them that the rapture is coming? What's that going to do? Because if they don't get ready, then they're going to be here on Earth getting tortured. You have to look at it as a whole. Um, but then they're, gonna, not they're not going to seek God because they love God. They're going to seek God out of fear of being tortured. B- but this has been in the Bible before I was born. Torture comes within the tribulation. That's well, why it's, I did it, if rev- it's in the Bible, then why do they need you telling them that? Because people don't read the Bible, and a lot of people don't know where they are in it. If Jesus is telling me that the rapture is about to happen, the great uh, calling in the air... So if, have you, how many time. people have you convinced? Um, a lot. Uh, I have a church in Georgia that know that I'm the true uh, Jesus advocate, rapture prophet. <laughs> Come on, man. Are you troll? No, he's not trolling me. I, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not trolling, sir. All right. I mean, again, I, if I'm trolling, I mean. And you've been listening five- to me. Hey, what do you say? You've been listening to me a few weeks. Yes, sir. Uh, f- the full right shows? after the Jesse Lee, Pe- right after the Jesse Lee Peterson uh, show. I've been listening to him more, but you know, I like your show too. Thanks, I'll accept that. Well, hey man, I, 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 I just, I'm just warning people. It's, you know, when you said I'm bragging, I just that that that's a false narrative. I'm letting people know with surety that this is about to happen. But you're coming off crazy. I can't be crazy if I'm the first man in world history to prove with federal science he's God sent. <laughs> yes, you can. Um, I don't think so, buddy. I have books out that have been plagiarized, so, yeah, I don't think I could be a crazy person. But you're not helping your case with these explanations or counters. John Grogan is Dr. Phil's polygraph test examiner, and I have him on an audio call proving that the documentation I have is the law in the state of California, and it proves my credibility. It helps me prove my case. One out of three. Are you fat or fit? I'm, I'm in shape. Nice. Right on. And you got, um, you got a job? Nice. Right on. Published author as well. That's cool, man. Send me an if email. Send me an email sometimes with this sometime with this info, I guess. Yeah. Um what's your is what's your email? Or DM me on Twitter. The Hake Report on Twitter. You're on Twitter? X. No, not on Twitter. I'm on Instagram though. 
you gotta get on X. If you're a, if you want to be in the media, you gotta be in at on X. What is that? What is that? Twitter. Oh, Twitter, Twitter. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm, Jesus said, "Go yeah, into I'm, all the world." That means Twitter too. Yeah, I mean, I'm on YouTube. Um, I've been to a few podcasts. Um, right. But yeah. Thank you, but, James. Yeah, if, if some if, if someone, I'm just warning you. Someone thinks I'm crazy. I'm gonna make them look foolish. So. Did you make me look foolish? Because I think you're crazy. Well, you have to beat me in a debate first. I'm 500 and 0. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's cool, man. <laughs> and you're white. Are you white? Am I what? White. A white uh, man. No. No, I'm um, Negro. You, black. No. You're trolling me yeah. now. Uh, no, I'm not. You're, if this was a, you're this was full a streaming... Blown. You're full-blown, yeah. actually black. Yes. Negro. And Jesus manifested before me. Cool. You had both parents? Yep. Nice. Remember, remember, sir, uh, some of my biological family members didn't believe me until right. Jesus came back to see me, and now they can't say anything because I have the proof now that I was never a crazy person. Oh, man. Well, I totally wish you well, James, in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, yeah. Appreciate you, man. I go by I go by another name as well. Oh, okay. This is you know you're just avoiding getting doxxed. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, you can dox me. I mean, right? No, we don't want to dox, but we're not in the doxing business. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. James in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, So wait, last quick question, real quick. Pre pre fib or post trib? Pre trib or post trib rapture? The rapture happens before the tribulation. Okay. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Take care. Thank you. All right. Bye. Hanging up now. Thank you. Over on... Uh, let me read a few Super Chats, okay? How about I do that before we get started here? Over on Rumble, Canadian David, Hake wearing the Flat Earth shirt, and this call going to make all the lefties think conservatives are crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a monthly supporter on Rumble. Did you know that you can support a Rumble streamer monthly? You got to get on Rumble. Are you on Rumble? Okay. Are you going to do it? <laughs> I don't know nothing about it, but okay. thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need to, I and, need to give it the program. Uh, yeah, I recommend you and the Anchor Baby and Joel Friday get on Rumble and maybe even D Live because it can only help, I guess, get, to get on DLive. There's some, some uh, DLive people who are just stubborn DLive users, and I call them the red-headed stepchildren <laughs> because I don't really like DLive because DLive demonetized people and mm-hmm. banned them and stuff. But you can still make money on DLive. JLP makes a little bit of money. Hake makes a tiny bit of money. So it's cool. And then Rumble has Super Chats and Memberships. Oh, nice. Nick, Nick's not on Rumble? He is. Oh. Yeah. But he's not on DLive at this point. Nice. Yeah. So Thank anyway. You. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, th- that is, wow, Hassan, walking on water, Hassan. He's live on YouTube Wednesdays, walking on water, Hassan. Evil is still real, says, was the rapture called a, what's the rapture caller a... Or was he a normal 
guy. Because <laughs> the voice tone was as flaming on fire, like tongues of fire, the Holy Spirit, or not the good kind of morally straight flaming of, on fire. I'm really, uh, I'm really making his super chat muddy and, and pff, I don't know. I didn't, well, I can, I understand what you're talking about, uh, evil is still real. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> amusing, amusing, man. You gotta know how to rumble, says Canadian David. Indeed. There was a super chat over on buymeacoffee.com that I gotta read from Based America First, at least one. Disappointing but unsurprising, the U.S. Mint is woke, meaning asleep, evil. The American Women Quarter program was terrible, not even mildly attractive. Whoa, I'll be the judge of that, Based America First. Now the America's 250th semi-quintessential, semi-quincentennial anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence in 2026, the U.S. Mint wants to produce a series of commemorative coins that celebrate the constitutional values of women voting, civil rights, and diversity. And he shares a link if anybody wants to vote for something better. (laughs) And he shares a catalog.usmint.com dot gov slash semi q semi q nice thank you so that's on buymeacoffee.com slash the hake report the u.s mint wants to hear from you (laughs) kind of funny riley jm with the coffee it's nice to get some bible thumper thursday on a monday yeah agreed truck driver bought a coffee senor james they're letting more women play i'm james too not just the caller They're letting more women play in men's sports. This time it's for the NCAA. A female player is... A female is playing as a non-kicker. NC2A. She got bigger biceps than ache, but probably full of roids, so says truck driver. Wow. She's a non-kicker? And this is for uh, the NC2A football, I assume? So she's the kicker can be like a little soccer player, right? And who just kicks the ball to make a field goal or whatever. I don't know, that football stuff. And so, so she's not going to be playing... A, so she's not even going to be a kicker. She's going to be on the line or something like that? Or... I don't know what... Well, halfback or fullback or, or uh, center or something like that. Wow. Wide receiver. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, I don't know any sports. There was an amusing Hake chat. Uh, let's see, Hake news chat. NFL. NFL. Uh, Taylor Swift is dating that one guy. Kels. Is it Kels or Kelsey? What's that guy's name? I don't know. Sports ball? <laughs> Tim Scott. The real Tim Scott, not the rhino. Always making fun of me. Uh, Usher is going to do the halftime show. Hey, thumbs up for Usher, am I right? Hassan? He knows. He says yes. Thumbs up. (laughs) He's going to do the NFL halftime show for the Super Bowl, which is way all the way over in February, if we even make it to February 11th. Can't wait, dude. Um, 
Usher is shorter than Hassan, says Kevin Howe, which is true. Hassan's pretty tall. Need to hire someone to sit beside Hake to smack him on his head. Why can't the NFL halftime show have something besides pop music? I know. It should be having Mary Rice Hopkins, right? Wouldn't that be awesome? Or Soul Junk or uh, OK. Get Pumped. Or Christian Punk. Okay. Um, by the way, NSYNC is back. But, uh, yeah, that Steve Kelsey guy, or whatever his name is. Something Kelsey. He's dating that gal who's left behind a trail of whatever. Broken hearts. Taylor Swift. And she was in his family's suite looking over the Kansas City Chiefs. Football, right? It's football. And... There were rumors that she is dating. She's such a disappointment. Remember we were talking about her with my guest yes, last week with Jockle? About how, oh, we thought she was an Aryan queen or Aryan goddess because she's white. She's not talking about politics. And then all of a sudden she does that Tennessee Values Instagram post where she's talking about the LGBT stuff and feminism stuff and abortion stuff, I think. Bunch of mess. What an evil woman. What a disappointment. She should have she stayed with that one guy who was really popular in the early 2000s. I left. I was at a show to see an opening act, and then I left before. John Mayer, before he's headlined. <laughs> John Mayer. She should have stayed with him. Now he's just chill. He's actually, he's, he's happy. Steve, is it Steve Kelsey or what is it, Kelsey? Travis Kelsey. Okay, Savage Travis, Kelsey. Am I pronouncing it right, even? He did a, this guy, this winner, let's call him a winner, so that I don't call him a loser. He did a, you can get two at once. You get your flu shot and your China virus shot. Two at once. And they did a whole corny commercial about it. This... This young Chad NFL player acting like he needs a flu shot and the China virus shot. Maybe he does. I don't know. That's embarrassing, though. Okay. I think that's everything. Zorak90 bought three coffees. Uh, Love you guys. Barf Boy bought a coffee. Yes, Barf Boy. He did this follow-up. Coffee from last Friday. Hey, because scoper is a UK word for spaz. Don't say that in front of the UK people, the English kids. They say scoper to be crypto edgy. Maybe you proved my point, he says. The UK are the original Americans, he says. I'm loving Frog Eyes Friday. Much love. Nice. Thank you, Barf Boy. Appreciate you. Even though I prefer Throw Up Boy. <laughs> When I was a kid, I'd, we called it throwing up. I didn't like the term vomit that much. And I did not like the term barf. Don't say that, kids. All right. Nice. Right on. Thank you, guys. Finally, let's get to this story. Let's get to some news. If you even want to call that, call it that. Fun story. White woman wins Miss Zimbabwe. 
So eat that. Get a taste of your own medicine, diversity people. Although Zimbabwe is... Are they, are they one of the countries that had whites, like farmers or something like that, and then they, they banished them and they said, Oh, please come back. Our country's falling apart. Was that Zimbabwe or am I thinking some, some other country? I know that South Africa is going through something, but there was another country that went through something. I got this from Revolver.News. Revolver News. My ancestors are rolling in their graves. <laughs> I'm laughing because I just noticed that it didn't say their graves. It's they graves. <laughs> Where's JLP to ask this question? Why do black people say they graves? My ancestors rolling in they graves. A white woman selected as Miss Zimbabwe. 2023. Nice. White Miss Zimbabwe. Miss Universe Zimbabwe over melanated candidates. Melanated means they have compassion. Look at her! She's dressed up all African, but white. A white African. And she's mildly attractive. Behind all that makeup, I assume. Because you can't really put lipstick on a pig and trick, they trick you into them being attractive, right? This is from Yahoo Entertainment and Atlanta Black Star. Atlanta Black Star was a great source passed to me from uh, the prior producer of the J.S. Lee Peterson show before me. Atlanta Black Star. They have black, st- they cover black stories. It's barely even a legitimate outlet. It's like not even legitimate. But somehow Yahoo Entertainment with their affirmative action coverage, I guess, is sharing Atlanta Black Star. Is it from, like, NBC or Good Morning America or something? I want to... S- I don't know. But look at this gal! Isn't she pretty? And there's, like, black gals behind her. Some lighter-skinned, some normal black as well. Brooke was her, is her first name. Brooke-Jackson. B-R-U-K hyphen Jackson. A white woman crowned Miss Universe Zimbabwe 2023 on September 16th. She is a native of, meaning she was born there, of Harare. Just like I'm a a Native American because I was born in America. To American parents who were born in America to American parents. Nice. And they were born in America to mostly American parents. I know one of my... Somebody came from Denmark. I don't know. I disavowed Denmark. And somebody came from Scotland. I don't know. I would disavow Scotland. (laughs) No, I don't disavow Scotland. It sounds cool. Look at her! She looks... In one of those pictures, she looks like a young uh, Megyn Kelly. The top middle one, right? She looks like sort of like Megyn Kelly. A little bit. Who's also mildly attractive, but older. Married, has children... Runs her mouth on X, formerly known as Twitter. Okay, she looks better than... Well, whatever. We don't compare. <laughs> okay, she looks different from Megyn Kelly there. When you zoom in. Far away, you can't tell. They all look the same, right? The 21-year-old... Oh, she's 21. 21-year-old models runner-ups were black women, and they capitalized the B in the word black. Amanda... Oh, Amanda Mpofu? And Nokitenda Nakutenda... Marumwa. 
Nice names. Nice names. Look at that. She has a little... What is that, a tigress? Or some type of lioness? Or That's a lioness, obviously, right? Or a baby lion? Simba. <clears throat> or a teenage lion. Adolescent. So, right on. Look, she has floaties on... Okay, never mind. So she posted on her IG, Instagram, and it, her Instagram, <clears throat> at least the stuff that, that I saw, is not all this dressing all like that evil mother who hugged her son with her knees around his torso. No, it's, uh, it's decent, fairly decent. A white woman was crowned Miss Universe of Zimbabwe. My heart is full of gratitude and joy. Thank you to each and every one of you, your kind messages and support. God is good! Three exclamation marks. I have gained this crowd for our beautiful country to love and to serve our people, to represent Zimbabwe internationally, and to show the world the uniqueness of Zimbabwe and Zimbabweans. I want to be an example of grace, understanding, inspiration to the youth of Zimbabwe, to instill the spirit of Ubuntu. Hopefully that's not a cuss word. I don't think it is. She wouldn't do that. And know that together we are strong and anything in life is possible. And she shares a flag that I presume is the Zimbabwe flag. But this woman, what's her first name again? Brooke, Brooke-Jackson, has not been shown much grace from outraged natives. She's a native too. Fellow natives who believe a black woman should have been crowned. The country boasts a population of more than 14 million with non-black people making up roughly 2%. Whoa. On X, one person exclaimed, all those beautiful melanated women and you telling me the European woman won a contest for black people? <laughs> Extremely tragic and disappointing, said one woman on X, Lee. Disapproval of the model's victory prompted her to de- deactivate comments on her IG. See, there's no comments. I'm looking for her comments. No comments. What the hake? Come on. Well, uh, maybe it's good to leave the comments off. Because you don't want that negativity polluting your, your post. On her victory post, comments remain active elsewhere on her IG. The photo of her dressed in garb showcasing Zimbabwean artists. It's there that critics fully express their disdain for the pageant winter, winner. Devils fighting over this mess. In the caption she wrote, The color, and she spells it the Canadian way, C-O-L-O-U-R. It's color one, no U in color. C-O-L-O-R. Simple. Stop following those British foreigners. The color of our skin should not define a person or who each person chooses to associate with. And she ended her sentence with a preposition. Together we are aligned, a beautiful kind, made by God. So disappointing to see these Colonizers representing an African country, wrote one person. That's a slur for white people, right? The C word, colonizers. My ancestors rolling in they graves, four exclamation marks. This is sad and disgusting. Y'all literally have the fit to be the face of everything? (laughs) Now you know how we feel with this forced diversity pushed on us in America. Am I right? Chat, people. We all see it, all these white countries invaded by all these POCs and the POCs and their 
communist global homo allies going against the whites. Give me a break. <laughs> More than 90 countries expected to be represented in the Miss Universe. I don't care about Miss Universe. Trump doesn't have it anymore. I didn't even care about Miss Universe when Trump had it. Trump got rid of it before I started caring about Trump. He bought Miss Universe in like the 90s and then he basically was forced to sell it because NBC boycotted him. NBC was carried Miss Universe for him. They had, they had a deal and he bought him out and because he told the truth about the people coming across the border. So it's going to be in televised from El Salvador. Wow. Good thing that El Salvador man is cleaning up that country so it's safe for the Miss Universe people, Miss Zimbabwe, to go over there, I guess. Steve Harvey emceed the event. Oh, yeah, I remember in the past he emceed it. <laughs> Steve Harvey. <sighs> I'm, chuck- I'm groaning because Steve Harvey... I actually kind of like Steve Harvey, but I forget. There was some controversy. He told the wrong woman that she won or something like that. I don't know. It's funny. Anyway. Yeah, I'm happy that uh, Trump got rid of that thing. I don't even care about this, but I thought it was amusing. These blacks, openly racist. Were they called racist or just... just uh, not very, not, not shown much grace. They're showing little grace. How come when whites go after this stuff, they're called racist? Like that's some horrible thing. Rather than, you're not showing very much grace, white people. Show grace to the POCs who are, who are being shown to be mixing with your women, white people. Show more grace. But don't be, don't be calling them racist. Give me a break. Okay, nice to see. Shameless thief tackled, stopped multiple times, maybe even cuffed. They start to cuff him. I saw this on Instagram, uh, IG, speaking of Instagram, and I don't know the backstory. I don't know when it was or where it was or if, even if it was made by AI. It doesn't look like it was. Um, 32 seconds. This is clip 11. Check this out. Check this out. Okay, so this MMA-looking guy jumps this black who's in, like, a department store-looking place or a Ross, maybe, or a Marshall's, you know, those cheaper places. But it looks like a mall. And uh, check it out. Check it out. This guy in a (laughs) do-rag. He's like, you don't have to cuff me. And then he gets help, the guy who's, like, arresting him or stopping him. Check this out. Here it is. Look, he tackled him. The guy's trying to steal and run away. You need to be coming in a horde, a crowd, buddy, to get away with it. Look, he's grabbing his stuff and trying to run away again. The guy tackles him, grabs his leg. Quit it. Then he tries to run away again and get more stuff. Let me go. Let me go. Okay. Cuff him. Look, he gets it out. He's nice. Based. I don't know when this was, where this was. Anybody uh, Anybody else know? Anybody see this? 
ridiculous. The guy's like openly just stealing and he doesn't even have a mask on or anything. They don't even care. Because they don't go to jail. They stay paid anyway. And he's wearing a Volcom shirt. Show it one more time, real quick. This is nice to see. I'm happy when they get tackled and stopped. Here it is. Let me go, bro. Now, I don't know if these are cops or plain clothes, like loss prevention or what. You're not supposed to even do this, really. Quit it. They say you're not supposed to, but I'm happy that he's doing it. Oh, you've been stealing for a. You ain't got to cuff me, bro. <laughs> yeah, you do. You're too squirrely, man. Volcom is a white brand, right? Oh, it's pronounced Volcom, right? Yeah, beta legs. They feel like they're entitled to this stuff. No, beta legs. I disavow that. In a yeah, you guys, you guys with your man's world. Stuff. We have a spoiled society where uh, people can afford to get stuff stolen, I guess, to a certain extent, and then they start shutting down. <sighs> is it evil? <laughs> is it evil to be to like to see a guy get tackled? Finally, somebody doesn't get away with it. Is it pent-up rage at all the other thieves that you that you pour that onto that guy? Because I was happy to see. I don't like seeing people get hurt. I'm not one of those people who enjoys seeing somebody go through pain. But I was pleased to see this guy get stopped. Now, when it's hordes of them, there's no stopping them. Uh, Case-by-case basis, I guess. Don't expect justice in the world. Don't expect justice. Don't be outraged. There's no justice. Of course there's no justice. (laughs) Because the world is evil. Meaning the people running the world are evil. The people running away with stuff out of your store in the world are evil. (laughs) Oh, spoiler alert. I don't know. (laughs) I treat D-Live like the red-headed stepchildren. (laughs) So, if the D-Live chat gets me banned from D-Live, I'll be like, that's what you get, D-Live chat. Just as much your loss as mine. Because you guys enjoy it. (sighs) Ned Post says, Hake disavows commie capitalism but avows attacking blacks taking advantage of the commie corporations. Yeah, I know. You guys have called into my show. Well, not you guys, but, you know, that one black guy who's Marxist? He's sort of a know-it-all. He supports that goofy black Cornell West who's trying to run for, pretend like he's running for president. And he has a gross voice and teeth that I feel like I have to censor. Gap teeth. And shout out to Gap Teeth people. Some of them are cute, of course. 
many, maybe even most. Um, <laughs> I accept your apology, beta legs. <laughs> and KL too, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know these huge corporations, they're stealing from us. They're, I don't know if they're stealing from us. That's communist talk. They're being evil. They're destroying the country. And, and then these, they're supporting the people who are destroying them, right? They support the Black Lives Matter evil stuff. And the Black Lives Matter doesn't disavow thievery and riots. Black Lives Matter's chief, chief god, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., rest in peace, he said a riot is the voice or the language of the unheard. And that's what I said on January 7th, the day after January 6th, the riot. I deleted the comment in case it does something, says Kale. <laughs> yeah, better safe than sorry, man. Because I'll tell you later. Yeah, the commie corporations, commie capitalist corporations pushing LGBTQ, mass diversity, women's rights. Fair points. All of those things, Ned Post. And all of those things lead to the self-destruction of the country and like... Women raising bad kids who end up stealing sometimes, or being liberals, or whatever, or mama's boys, or all that stuff. So it is evil. But stealing is still wrong. (laughs) And there's also little private businesses or locally run businesses, and the people who are running those businesses are the ones suffering, not the corporations. It is closed down if you lose too much money, and they s- cut their losses. The corporations, the evil people at the top of these corporations are not hurting. They're doing fine, at least in a worldly sense. Spiritually, I'm sure they're not getting away with supporting evil. Yeah. And to the comment about, you know, you guys, some of you guys are, have said, you know, somewhat edgy things. You don't want to give in to the notion of, like, having ill will, at least not expressing it in the comments section or in the chat, because this stuff can be used against you guys. Not that you guys are going to necessarily, anything is going to happen to you, but think about James Fields. He expressed anger, probably, I'm assuming, based on what I've heard on social media, such as Facebook, at these people who are blocking the roads for Black Lives Matter, a lot of normies have expressed ill will towards the people who block the roads because it's illegal to block roads and it's annoying and it does no no good. They're just spreading misery and anger and hatred over nothing. There's nothing to protest with the Black Lives Matter stuff. Nothing. They're... They're all upset over nothing. But you saying, oh, somebody's gonna, you know, there's these Black Lives Splatter memes, right? Memes. James Fields, who participated in the Charlottesville protest, he was leaving the ro- he was leaving the protest. People were in the middle of this alleyway. Antifa was attacking his car with sticks, breaking his... I think they might have broken out his taillight. I'm not sure. But they were hitting his car. He was either scared or angry or maybe both. He drove into that crowd. One woman died later. 
this white liberal woman, purportedly white, and the feds looked into his social media and said, ooh, he did a Black Lives Splatter meme, you know, expressing ill will towards these people who block the roads. And therefore, he's expressing political hatred on his social media, and that makes what he did here, driving into the crowd, a hate crime. And now the feds are, they made a federal crime over him driving into the, um, into a, a local crowd. He drives into a local crowd, the feds get involved and do, uh, make it a so-called hate crime. So, yes, get out of the street if you're one of those people. But if you're, one, you don't want to be angry or afraid in a crazy situation. Avoid the crazy situation if you can. But two, don't be posting stuff on social media that, peop- that the feds can misconstrue and call you a hate crimer. That's my point. If you know what I mean. FBI reading hate chat? <laughs> uh, maybe. I was thinking that there could be good, at, good feds, right? Couldn't there be good and bad feds? Mostly bad. Most people are evil. So that applies to feds too. But could there be good feds? There's got to be some good feds. I think there are. <sighs> anyway, let's talk about something positive, shall we? Trump. Trump truth. Are the liberal media turning over a new leaf? Trump tweeted this out. um, Or he truthed this out because he's on Truth Social. He's not really on Twitter X that much. The WAPO, which is short for Washington Post, has just increased my polling lead over crooked Joe Biden to 10 points from 9. Well, at least they admitted their mistake. This could be a beginning of a giant comeback for what has become known as the lame stream media. <laughs> Did he get that from Sarah Palin? I feel like I only ever heard of lame stream media from Sarah Palin, who probably stole it from other people. <laughs> Would also be a big day in America. And he posted that on his Truth Social. And I found it from... a. Uh, Donald J. Trump posts from his Truth Social Twitter account, Trump Daily Post's Twitter account, that reposts his Truth Social truths. (laughs) And Danny Green, this person, I don't know who Danny Green is, but he's a blue check. He's all, I'm not betting on that. Not betting for a giant comeback for the lamestream media. They're going to be honest now. They're going to cover Trump honestly. But I found that amusing because Trump, who would think to, to post that. Would you guys think to post that? I read all the super chats, man. Okay, White Lion. Uh, let me know where you posted it. Because I, I read all the super chats. I may censor them a bit. Clean them up a bit. But I do read them. But isn't that... <laughs> I know that Trump is a power of positive thinking type of a guy, right? Doesn't he, doesn't he follow or didn't he praise some preacher guy or f- fake Christian guy who's like a positive thinking type of a person? And Trump, you'll notice, he's quite positive a lot. And so maybe he's like, 
doing <laughs> with lamestream media. Never heard that before. Are you serious? Kilo Alpha Tango. Um, it's a boomer thing. It's a boomer thing. Lamestream media. It, or it's an f- old school Facebook during the Tea Party days thing. He, he's trying to kiss up to them and get them on his side, says Esoteric. He's giving them an olive branch. Yeah, he didn't even call them the Washington Compost, which I don't know if he ever did that, but I did, and Mark Levin did, and uh, Real Vincent James did, and others. You know, my competitors. Oh, earlier on JLP. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if we, there were some that we didn't get to on JLP, the Super Chats. (laughs) It's like the demon rats. Demon I call them demon rats. We're g- got them. Lamestream media got them. <laughs> Destroyed. I saw this meme on, on uh, the crypto report. You know, Asmodor's one of my our resident historians telegram. We are fighting trillion dollar companies with memes. Nice. Right on. Trump is such a shill. I see it as um, you don't attack people for doing right. They did something right. You don't attack them. You wish them well. <laughs> so that, I see it as nice. And there is something to the positive thinking stuff. It's never felt right to me, but I always also knew that, or I also kind of know that this stuff that you believe in your mind, the doubts that you have, or whatever you're, whatever you believe you end up making it happen or else you end up sabotaging yourself unnecessarily you don't need to be bashing the uh, Washington Post when they didn't bash for once they didn't bash you right Um, it's like Trump versus Kanye years ago I was like, Trump said he doesn't have a problem with Kanye West. I was having a problem with Kanye West at one point. Um, And Trump didn't bash him. It it taught me that you don't attack people who are not attacking you. That's just smart. And it turned out Kanye loves him. He's like, I never had a problem with Kanye. And then later on, Kanye turned out to be like all pro-Trump. I don't know what was going on behind the scenes. But it was positive thinking is all lies, says Kevin Howe. Yeah, you shouldn't be getting into thoughts like that, right? But Trump also has this can-do attitude. Nice. Which is cool. What's an attack today, though? Yeah. Acceptable question, David Singleton. I'm bashing Sleepy Joe quite a bit, right? I call him Corrupt Joe. Joe Biden doesn't even know Hake exists. Imagine if Joe, Sleepy Joe, responded to Hake. Would that be bad or good for me? I don't know. I'm not sure. (laughs) Or the FBI. I call them a bunch of liberals. Imagine if the FBI came after Hake. Or, you know, I bashed the ladies at the skim. What if they bashed me back? Oof. 
unnecessary roughness. Yeah. There's a constructive, valid criticism. I give them constructive criticism when I call these... I don't know. Anyway. I don't know what to say. Be led by the Spirit, I guess. We're at the top of the hour, guys. Just about. Let's play some music. Take a quick break. I have some beautiful music to share with you. It's... uh, Replace by OK, 2005, I think, album, Low Road. I hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. It sort of sounds like Amazing Grace, maybe, or something. It's taking, it's taking some hymn melody a bit. It's not a Christian song, but OK has a pretty good message. It has an OK message. All right, guys, see you soon. Here it is. Enjoy.
catchy toward the end there. They put in a little extra uh, rhythm. I thought it was nice and a nice message. Don't live in your head. You don't hide. You don't have to look outside. I disavow that song, says White Lion. This song, written by an ethnic Jew, is mocking Jesus Christ, says Spoiler Alert. Uh, I did not pick up on that. And I hadn't thought of it. Marty Anderson. S-E-N or S-O-N? It might be. You might be right. I mean, most musicians are Jews, aren't they? Hassan? Uh, that's all I know. <laughs> uh, some, of those, some of those folk singers. Bob Dylan. Oh, my... my uh, I have to grab my golden mic. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful music. He has, uh, I've said it before, he has Crohn's disease or had. I don't know if he's even alive still. Uh, I didn't pick up on that, uh, spoiler alert. I thought it was, I sincerely thought he's gone through a lot of suffering or had gone through a lot of suffering. And he certainly is not a Christian. I mean, he, his, he the album is out on absolutely kosher records, right? Happy Yom Kippur, by the way. Or Yom Kippur, or whatever, you, however you pronounce it. Have an easy fast, or something like that. Isn't that what you're supposed to say? Um, according to CNN, Comedy Nonsense Network. I have to mute, hey, last time my dog heard this mess, my dog walked out the door and kept walking. I had to go down and get him on, down the street, says Ivana. Sounds like Frederick if he sang a song. Yeah, he sounds like my grandma. Before my grandma died, obviously. And... I think that he, no, I don't think he smokes. But he went through suffering and, and like, kind of had a sort of breakthrough with how to face life. So I thought that he was putting out some decent, true stuff for not being a Christian. Anyway, thank you guys again. Bearing me, bearing with me through the beautiful music once again. Uh, it is, where is the mocking Jesus, asks Jabril NTP. I missed it. Amazing. I did too, but it does, it is using a hymns sound, like a hymns melody, like Amazing Grace, maybe, or one of those. (sighs) Amazing Grace might have been written by a liberal too. I forget. Let me just double check for any uh, Super Chats, guys. Yes, indeed. Evil is still real. Did you seriously say you censor the Super Chats a little bit? You straight up R-word my Super Chats like you are Danny Masterson in a room of Scientology girls with the lights out. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I totally did. I I censored them a lot. Uh, I feel... Do you guys want me to read his, his Super Chat? I will, um, Canadian David says, the world needs Rudyard Kipling, not Ruby Ribbling. I don't know who Rudy, Ruby Ribbling is. I feel like I shouldn't even be saying that word, that name. But Rudyard Kipling, wasn't he a communist? Or a Marxist? Or does he predate Marx? 
Rudyard Kipling, but all the writers are liberals, but they still write true things, okay? I think. Evil is still real, says anybody who says edgy stuff in chat is stupid, kids. Don't say, don't say that too much, but it's true. Moronic, flat earth, chat tard, or next level genius troll. Depends on if it is a normal chat or a super chat. <laughs> kind of funny, man. <laughs> Just to be clear, says evil is still real. Hake does not enjoy watching people get hurt while committing crimes and instant karma. It just pleases him when he sees it. Thank you, Hake. I was wrong about you. Sorry, old boy. Nice. Concerning a black woman being crowned in Zimbabwe, there are fellow humans... I can't read this, man. I have to R-word it like Danny Masterson in a room full of Scientology gals. Um, and there are female monkeys. The word woman only applies to humans. Thus, there is no such thing as a... Come on, man. Monkeys have straight hair. I'll just leave it as that. And then he mentions my favorite gorilla, Matilda. No, she predates Harambe. Maybe she was Harambe's mother or grandmother. Nice. Matilda the gorilla. Uh, ooh, 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 ah, ah, ah. Okay. Thank you, guys. Appreciate those rumble rants. That's cool. Um, bum, bum. Oh, it says Replace. The name of the song is Replace. But I think that it's... I really think that it's talking about not having to live in your head. Oh, what the hake. DJ Onpa, if I missed any diamonds before DJ Onpa, I'm sorry. It doesn't look like I did, though. Jeezy is only 30 and already has to wear Depends. He tries to cover up the smell with essential oils. I don't know, man. I think that I shouldn't have... Anyway, thank you. Who, who is that? Does, do you know who that is that he's referring to? Young Jeezy? Maybe. He's, uh, a, he's a black rapper. Is he not morally straight? I don't think so. He's straight. Oh, oh, he did just recently, I think, get into a divorce. Oh, okay. I don't know if that has anything. And is he only 30? <laughs> no, no, he's much older. Oh, okay. So I don't know what you mean. Maybe it's someone else. Yeah, yeah. DJ Onpa. But that is a little gross, but thank you, man. Big Bump says, Kelsey's father was too weak to correct people on the pronunciation of, the, of their last name. Oh, that sounds so familiar. You know who else is too weak to pr- correct pronunciation of their name? <sighs> Chrissy Legend. Chrissy, what's Chrissy's real last name or maiden last name? John Legend's wife. Tegan. It's actually Tigan. It's Tigan, but she never corrects people because she's a people pleaser and a liberal. Did you know that? I mean, I knew she was a people pleaser and a liberal, <laughs> but I didn't know that the print. Yeah, that's it. I have covered it on my show at least twice. Yes, the Hake Report covers. You're not surprised, right? After my coverage of Ellen, but I covered it twice how she. 
doesn't correct people. <laughs> she tweeted about it years ago that it's, I think it's supposed to be Tygen. <laughs> I thought it was Tagen. Anytime I ever saw it, because I only saw it, Chrissy Tagen. T-E-I-G-E-N. But it should be Chrissy Legend. Her, her husband's name is Legend. John. Well, well his really real last name is not that either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really they kind of look alike. Do they? That's funny. I don't know to me. He does have a funny look. That's, yeah. that's cool. They're both strange. It's actually pronounced Kels and not Kelsey, says uh, Big Bump. About the guy, you, have you seen this? What is his? What's his name? Is it Travis Kels or Steve Kels? <laughs> oh, I don't. I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, he's talking about Jeezy. No, no, he's talking about Kels. Kels. Oh. Kels. <laughs> I kept on calling him Kelsey. Oh. And Kels. Kels's father was too weak to correct people, but it's Kels, not Kelsey. Allegedly, the individual who wrote. Amazing Grace John Newton was once a slave in Sierra Leone. Oh. A white slave or a black slave? All right. She's also hideous. <laughs> this is Charlie Church. Ah. Okay, I think we're caught up. Let me just double check on the buy me a coffees. Buy, buy me a coffee. White Lion NYC bought three coffees. Hey, you can ask your audience if they'll buy e-bikes from me if I sponsor your show. Amen. And send me the sponsorship information. Thanks. Wow, White Lion NYC. Interesting. Um, if you're serious, send me an email. Carver bought me a coffee. Hey, Hake, you totally should debate the rapture man. He doesn't know whom he's messing with. He doesn't know the person who, with whom he's messing, you mean. Uh been a while since I was seen we seen you on MDD Modern Day Debate. You gonna do any more of those soon? You know what? I am scheduled next week, not for Modern Day Debate, but to be on this one gal's show. I'll send you the I'll I'll put out the details. I'll put out the details. It's like next Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it's next Tuesday. So that's cool. Thank you. Okay, did you guys ever, when you guys were in school, some of you guys still in school, did you guys have school lunches? I brought my lunch, because my mother was frugal. We had peanut butter and jelly, peanuts and raisins, sometimes pretzels. I wasn't that big of a fan of those. Um, apple, but I wouldn't usually eat the apple. I would throw it in the trash can as hard as I could and make the loudest noise as possible because it was an empty trash can because I would try to be the first one out so I could go play at recess, lunch recess. Go play dodgeball or football or basketball or... Um, that was about it. Kick back sometimes. Oh, yeah, handball was fun. Handball with, the, like, a volleyball. <sighs> nice. Fun. Uh, now we have socialist school lunches. They're trying to do universal school lunches. I saw this on the far left pocket. 
Let's see. School lunches. Uh, in the folder there, Hassan. Some screenshots. Or, really, there's only one photo of a, of a school lunch with little kids. I think this cafeteria is so unappealing. Look at that cafeteria. Teachers say students don't have enough time to eat lunch. I don't know how long we had for lunch. It felt like it might have been 40 minutes. Get in, get out. I didn't have to wait in line because I had my paper bag lunch. Eat my uh, sandwich. Skip the apple, throw the apple in the trash. (laughs) That's so bad. No wonder I have problems now. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Don't skip the apples, kids. If you can't, if it's too much, just eat part of it and keep it in the bag and then put the bag at the wall and go play. I keep, I eat the apple like over the course of the day, unless I'm really hungry, then I finish the apple because it's, it's good. As more schools aim to give students access, communist buzzword, to free lunch, breakfast and lunch. Breakfast? So evil. The vast majority of teachers warn that their uh, students don't have enough time to actually wait. Wait. You just split your infinitive. Eat their lunch. Their food. Ridiculous. It's nationally representative... In a nationally representative... This is from Education Week. Edweek.org. Apparently a far-left communist outlet. More than 9 in 10 so-called educators told Edweek Research Center that their students need at least half an hour to eat. More than three-quarters of teachers said that their students get less time. 21% of teachers said their students had less than 20 minutes for meals. Wow, you get a 20-minute lunch. Nice. If you really think about it, you bring your lunch, it doesn't take that much time to eat, depending on what it is. Sometimes it takes a longer time because you are supposed to chew your food. Well, my best friend, my childhood best friend, his sister made fun of him because the doctor told him, you're going to die early because you don't chew your food enough. And that's crazy. Did Jesse say you're you're losing your show? I think he was just trolling when he said, I'm fired from the Hake Report, but it remains to be seen. Maybe I'm on thin ice. I better do a good show right now. 21% of teachers said their students had less than 20 minutes for meals. Uh, Listen to this woman. Juliana, this is a quote from Juliana Cohen. Happy Yom Kippur, Juliana Cohen. Probably not a Christian, right? A professor of nutrition at Merrimack College... She needs to repent today. Fast and pray and repent today. Today is the day that you fast and pray and repent in Yom Kippur. Merrimack College and Harvard School of Public Health. Public health, another communist buzzword. She studies school lunch programs. Who pays her to study this stuff? Who's paying whom to pay her to study school lunch programs? You can get paid to do any kind of junk that doesn't even bring value into the world. Does, it, does the Hake b- report bring more value into the world than this woman Cohen? I don't know. She qu- says, quote, especially now that so many more school districts are able to provide free school meals to all students. 
That's so evil. Isn't that evil? I'm shaking my head. Give them free lunches. There is, don't you ever know that there is no such thing as a free lunch? Those free lunches come with strings attached. Oh, the first one's free. The lunch is free. That means we have you for life, which is wonderful, she says. That's not wonderful, but also can mean many school districts longer lunch lines. Have you guys seen? I remember I flashed back to longer lunch lines. It stretched all the way across this wall, that wall, and even around this wall. The only time I ever stood in line <laughs> was pizza days because we were given the school lunch calendar, and we knew such and such day was going to be pizza. I'm buying lunch for pizza day. So I bought lunch for pizza day. (sighs) Okay, so look at this uh, graph. I have this graph. How much time should students get to eat? Nationally representative survey, survey... July and August, majority of K-12 teachers said that students don't get as much time to eat lunch as they need. And then the teachers are complaining about themselves, too. Uh, 55% get 21 to 30 minutes. That's plenty. Uh, And 35% of teachers say they need 21 to 30 minutes. 33% say they need 31 to 40 minutes. 30 to 40 minutes. And uh, only 13% get that. 17% 17% say they need 41 to 50 minutes. That's ridiculous. I remember some of my people would, in, co- in high school, they would go, they would walk over to like Pizza Hut or somewhere and get food. But that eats up time. Some get only 11 to, te- 11 to 20 minutes. Some people get 61 to 50 to 60 minutes. And some allegedly get Get no time at all. Nobody gets one to ten minutes. Okay. Wonderful. And then the teachers want more stuff, more uh, time too. Teachers get crunched for meal time too. Here's another uh, one. This is the other graph. Majority of K-12 teachers get 21 to 30 minutes. That's fine. Anyway, I don't care about the teachers. Teachers don't always know. Oftentimes, they're liberals. And with the China virus, the feds, the federal, the feds were doing eligibility waivers and aid to allow schools to feed all students for quote-unquote free. That's socialism. That's Evil. And it's wasteful, too. Federal aid expired last summer. Eight states, California, Maine, Minnesota, New Mexico, Colorado, Vermont, Michigan, Massachusetts, passed laws to continue universal free meals to all students, regardless of income, in perpetuity, meaning forever. Other states have moved to follow their lead. This fall, the U.S. Agriculture Department, which is evil, too, probably, right? Most of these departments are, by and large. Expected to finalize a rule to make it easier for schools and districts to offer free school meals to all students. And there are side issues that come with this. There is like, there's these central 
centralized places that heat up the things and send it to them so they don't get as fresh of food as if they're making it in the cafeteria. Uh, Parents used to make the kids lunch, or if you're a big enough kid, you make your own lunch. That's, That's better. Peanut butter and jelly, or ham sandwich, and uh, apple, and maybe some whatever, carrots and things, and peanuts and raisins, or whatever. And water. There's a current rule that makes uh, 40% of students be identified as low income to offer free meals school-wide. School wide. The, propo- the new proposal would be only 25% of students be so-called low-income. That's why these corrupt schools support illegal aliens coming into their area, coming to their schools. They don't care. They just get a certain amount of money per head, per student who comes in there. They get paid from the state and the feds. So evil. Big enough, kid? You mean fat? No, I mean, like, you can take care of yourself. You, You know how to, like, make a sandwich. I guess young kids can do that. <sighs> State level pushes to do this stuff. New Mexico passed a law pushing requiring 20 minutes of seat time. U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends students have at least 20 minutes for uh, sitting and eating. Look at how these feds are getting their fingers all involved in this stuff. This Cohen woman... Says that they need a, at least, well, anyway, they're running their mouths. Lunch periods that are too short often also disproportionately hurt low income students. These students aren't making any money. What do you mean, low income? Their parents are so called poor, for whom school meals may bo- be their most reliable meal of the day. I don't know how I'm going to eat next, except for at school, the free lunch. Kind of messed up parents you have. When lunch periods are too short, more food goes uneaten, contributing to the massive amount of food waste that schools produce. Schools waste upward of 530,000 tons of food a year, per 2019 analysis, World Wildlife, Wildlife Fund, in partnership with the EPA, U.S. Environmental So-Called Protection Agency. Sick, huh? They're turning them into daycares, being, you guys fasting and repenting at bond? (laughs) Maybe. Uh, They're turning them into replace, totally replacing the parents, and then just taking them away from the parents. The mother's supposed to give them the lunch. (laughs) And they're trying to make it a little bit more nutritious. I remember this evil Obama's wife was trying to get involved with the Let's Move campaign and giving them cardboard to eat that they didn't like. Students receive significantly larger portions of fruits and vegetables with each meal and more of these produce produce choices are fresh. Takes longer for students to consume. That's true. Fresh food is takes longer to consume. This is Diane Pratt-Hevner, spokesman, female spokesman for School Nutrition Association. 
We want them to eat these healthy choices, but too often they eat the entree first and don't have time to finish the fiber-rich produce sides. So true. I remember I would skip the apple even in high school and add a peanut butter and jelly. Bad news. With rates of youth obesity rising during the scam-edemic. See, look at that. So dumb. Counterproductive mama spirit shutting down the uh, gyms and beaches and trails and outdoorsy stuff. And so people got their COVID-20. They gained 20 pounds or 10 pounds or fat during the China virus. And fat is not good for you, especially with regard to the China virus. And uh, youth obesity is high. Oh, I'm shaking my head. <sighs> I wonder who, I, I've wondered about teachers. Like, I pictured teachers. Sometimes I saw one teacher eating a bit of apple. It's not irresponsible to eat a bit of apple if you're in the classroom. If you're eating something else, like candy or junk food or a burger, it doesn't look right, and it smells, and it's not right. But eating an apple is fine in a classroom if you're a teacher. It's the quickest form of energy. If you're diabetic, it, it may be good for you, I guess. Because one teacher had diabetes, and she ate some apple in front of us. Whew. It's not uh, this ham-fisted stuff, the government taking care of everybody. It's not efficient. It's not right. It's, it's sick. It's stupid. Maybe I'm stupid. <laughs> not maybe. Anyway, um, I'm going to get to this crime stuff, but first let me get to a call. You guys can call in. Justin in Fullerton, California is on the line. Justin, what's up, man? How are you doing? Oh, hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. Uh, I just uh, was uh, intrigued by what you were discussing because I know as a father of two boys that um, eat a lot, the key thing is to give them, give, everybody, give give uh, your kids or the schools, encourage them to give carrots, things that you mentioned like fibrous uh, foods from produce is eat last. No, you start with carrots, for instance. Yeah. And it's just one of many foods. And what does that do? It's known to fill you up. I'm not a dietitian, but I'm sure they went to school and they should know that. So it fills them up. Nice. And then, and then for the energy, you got blueberries. Those are quickly eaten up. Uh, little berries like that could be scooped up. I mean, there's not a bunch of cooking needed and a lot of mess, and it could be more efficient, you know. And apples, throw that in the trash if, if you're done with it, but make sure you eat an apple at least once a day. Those type of things keep you lean and keep you um, more than fit. They keep you healthy and happy, you know, the proper foods. I notice if I give my kids garbage uh, to eat, just because they want it, then they're going to definitely um, feel the impact and be a lot more sluggish to even do their schoolwork. So I, I always encourage, well, whatever you're saying, but, uh, you know, how the school's messing up, I, I always think that the key thing is not what the kids tell you what they want to eat, but give them things that the body is going to sas- sas- satiate them, if that's a word, like fill them up. It might be satiate, but you're but you're so right, man. That's That's great <laughs> advice. <laughs> and you, yeah, you're right. You're supposed to eat the gross stuff first, so you make sure that you eat it. And mm-hmm. it's not even necessarily that gross. Come on, it's just not exciting. But the unexciting stuff is the stuff that's actually Maybe good for some you. Sweet corn. 
Yeah, don't go for the grains first. Go, go that, that are just going to bulk you up. Go for things, unless that's what you need. And every and every kid's different. So just provide all that. They grab it. They should be able to go. And yeah, then you just scoop up some blueberries. You know a tr- <laughs> a cool trick. This neat trick. Mm. Um, you know how blueberries they go bad pretty quickly, and you have to yeah. wash them and all that stuff. Who wants to do that? Buy frozen big old bag of frozen blueberries. And then you could, like, stick it in the fridge and let it thaw overnight if you have to. Or just grab the f- frozen blueberries and put them in your oatmeal or whatever. Um, and they... Great idea. They, uh... Yeah, blueberries are the best form of... One of the best forms of fiber, some doctor told me. Not that you trust all doctors, necessarily, but it might be true. Yeah, I think it's a superfood, or it definitely does have... Um, when I had kidney problems, I, I, I learned about the power of blueberries... And then I had um, put beets with it, definitely helped nice. me for my, my runs or my walks. So, but for, for kids, they don't always <laughs> like, or most people don't always like some kind of crazy thing, but like just sweet tomatoes, if they're growing and you, know, you eat them um, in the backyard, you know. Stay close to your phone. That's cool, more man. More more. Yeah, that is so awesome. Life hack, Hank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Life hack, yeah. <laughs> That's that's great, man. I didn't know you were a father. That's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, they do water polo and soccer and a lot, a lot, a lot of athletic things wow. really burn them out. So they they gravitate. Yeah, to like those sugary type foods, but that that uh, make them sick. So I, I always just put tomatoes, nice. berries, things that are easy to eat, carrots. Yeah. Less prep is key, so kids have no excuse. They just those eat little. That and then, the, are you talking about those yeah. little cherry or grape tomatoes that you just rinse off and you can eat them? You can pop them in your mouth and eat them. Yeah, yeah. You go to Trader Joe's, you probably get better kinds. But if yeah. you go to like any other store, you filter through all the old stuff because what's what's not commonly known is if you don't buy organic or things that are like grown locally, then you're just going to get like probably green tomatoes that were gassed on a truck. You can look it up there. Ooh. These gases, uh, I used to work at a grocery store, but the, the gases that they apparently put in these trucks on their way to the grocery store from the farmers so that, that by the time they arrive, they start to redden. And th- those you don't want to eat because they're, they're not ripe yet. Oh, okay. Nice, man. Um, great, great input. And that is so true. You, uh, dude, if... I I could tell you stories from high school, and you are so right about eating your fruits and vegetables. It's just, it keeps you functional. It's better for you, and it gives you the right f- energy. You know how Joel Friday talks? I don't know if you catch Joel Friday TV, but he talks yeah, about yeah. Not, not drinking the coffee or the monsters or rock stars and um, no, whatever no. else. But having natural energy and those foods mm. give you natural energy and natural like you said satiated they're, they're more of like fulfilling and it's not a full but i still feel like i need something fullness like you get from fast food or whatever so oh yeah try to have an avocado try uh, to just go past fast food places all day that fills you up. You, you, but if you don't eat right in the morning, you don't have a banana or something super filling, you're going to want to eat whatever's out there. You yeah. know, like the Chinese food, the Mexican Yeah. Blessed with all kinds of food, but uh, it's just prepared quickly, and it's last-minute derelicts, you know, they're on a rush. Yeah. <laughs> and you end up wasting just as much, maybe even more time, 
doing that stuff rather than grabbing the stuff, grabbing the food from the uh, grocery store every week and uh, and uh, grabbing it from the fridge. So exactly, yeah. So yeah, I think everybody should definitely, if they have kids or not, just take care take care of their uh, their food and the kind of uh, food you buy because if if it's just I've done it, I have McDonald's, it just goes right through you. It's not really healthy at all. Yeah. <laughs> True, it's, man. it's not like it used to be. It used to be good fast food. If anything, I'd say go for some um, In-N-Out burgers for for when you want to have that kind of you know greasy feeling. Right on. <laughs> yeah. Nice, man. Appreciate the input, Justin in Fullerton. Take care, man. Take care. All right. Oh, he got me. I'll get you next time, Justin. Eric in Arizona has a story on this issue. Eric. Thanks for calling, man. How you doing? I'm doing well, Hake. How are you? Doing well as well. Is it E-R-I-C or... Is it E-R-I-C? Yeah. Nice. Yes. Cool. Not to dox you. I just like to spell it right. Go ahead. That's okay. It's probably <laughs> already happened. We just don't know it. <laughs> yeah. I know. Huh? Hey, um... Yep. Uh, so, um, I know a teacher at a school, and basically that school has 90% of the of the students there are on the lunch program. And so there was a, a brother and sister who were bringing their own lunches and they had a little juice box and the teacher took away their juice boxes. And the reason given was because none of the other students who were on the lunch program received the juice box. They received milk. Oh, that is so mama. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I remember some of my ki- friends had like fruit roll ups. I'm like, oh, that looks kind of good. But I wasn't like so jealous, wasn't debilitatedly jealous. <laughs> that's right, so that's evil. That's what helped us grow up. Yeah. yeah, that's what helped us grow up. You know, you had a friend who had the better bite than you. That's, that's what it was all about. Yeah, um, these communist but, teachers. Yeah. <sighs> our Absolutely, juice boxes. And, right. and then. When they were, when, when this teacher on campus, because the father of the children went to the teacher, this, a particular teacher, and then that particular teacher confronted the one just out of curiosity to see what their reaction was going to be. Yeah. And they basically didn't even realize that they were stealing from the child just to keep the so-called peace or basically keep the equality. <laughs> that is so funny. You yeah, feel like you can, s- like, st- like the term is st- like stealing candy from a baby. It's so easy. And it was probably, those are probably good kids too. So they didn't really raise up too much of a stink about getting their juice box taken away, even though they, they knew it was unjust. To, <laughs> they were good enough to tell their father, though. Nice. Right on. Nice. Absolutely. And he's the one that went to bat. I don't know where it's at now. Okay. But even the cafeteria lady, because that same teacher confronted the cafeteria lady and said, are they not allowed to bring anything they want in their own lunch? And she had the same reaction. Yes, but. Wow. Yeah. Hey, so, you know, um, but, you know, if you're not part of the communists, you're against them. Yeah. Dang. That is, hey, uh, that's so interesting. Yeah. It reminds me of, like, um, the whites are, are so compliant and they well-behaved. And so you can mm-hmm. oppress them the most, you know? <laughs> you can violate their rights the most. <laughs> anyway. You know when you mentioned about the 20-minute lunch? 
yeah. on the first story, and then you 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 read that lady's that lady had a complaint that it had to be twenty minutes of seat time, right? And so when you hear, that's what you have to ask: is it twenty minutes of seat time or is it twenty minutes of lunch? Because if it's twenty minutes of just lunch, that includes walking to the cafeteria. It includes uh, funneling through the line, yep. finding your seat, wait up, but, but also eating and then having to return to your next period all within the 20 minutes. And uh, it appears, of uh, talking to this person at the school, it, sometimes it boils down to six minutes on the low end to nine minutes on the high end to eat their lunch. Wow. Interesting. Sometimes that's all it takes. You, just, you don't need a big lunch, but you're right. And you know what's weird is that I always, we always were able to go play outside after that. Like, we had quite a bit of recess. We had morning recess. We had before school playing, morning recess. They they later called it nutrition. Oh, why are you calling it nutrition? Then people could get some food stuff. Like, why? It's so liberal. I hated it even back then. And then we had lunch recess. And then sometimes we would mm-hmm. even play after school. But I sometimes went to school just so I could play outside with my friends. So. Oh, I know. We played so much during school. <laughs> yeah. And, but school, anyways, it's so backwards. Like, an education would be to really get to know somebody with some, that's unemotional on a school campus so they could educate us on the things that are happening. Because it is, it is, oh, man, the kids are learning so less. Yeah, they have so much less coordination because they're not. There's no. There's no real physical education like just playing. Right. Um, it, it's 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 amazing. It's just amazing what what is going on with the kids at school. Um, it's broken to a degree you can't even imagine. Wow. But anyhow, that there's that's too much for me to put all in a in a in a sentence or two. Yeah, I understand. It's really a shame. The poor kids. Teachers, yeah, leave those kids alone. It's <laughs> yeah, it's beyond what you can ever imagine. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it, evil. It literally ha- Yeah, yeah. It, it, was the, good, it was good talking with you, Hake. You too, man. Appreciate you. Eric in Arizona. Take care, man. Call again. Yeah, take care. You too. You're sure. All right. All right. Bye. I hung up on him before I heard any click, because jo- I forget what his name is. Justin in Fullerton. I'm pretty sure that's who it was who got me with that click. <sighs> <laughs> My campaign promise, a jukebox, a juice box in every pale straight face emoji. He says, spoiler alert. Pretty funny. You know, it's just interesting because the way that things used to be are sometimes mind-blowing to people. Think about in church with Jesse Lee Peterson Fellowship. Not this pa- Not yesterday, but the Sunday before last. I think he talked about how dogs... He'd have a dog in the backyard or in the yard, whatever, outside. And he didn't feed it or give it water. And it fed itself and got its own water. Dang. <laughs> That's mind-blowing. I've joked that I wouldn't want slaves. You know, I don't... I'm not necessarily for, for slavery. Um, or necessarily against it. Like, depends on the situation. But uh, I wouldn't want a slave. I don't even want pets because it's too much responsibility. I had two turtles, and I had to give them back. I had a snake. I think I gave it back. 
I've I had two zebra finches, and those lasted quite a long time, actually. I think my mother took care of them. <laughs> but I had a cat. He got shot in the face <laughs> with a pellet gun. The neighbor next door was like a World War II vet, and he was a grouchy next-door na- neighbor. And we think, we sus- my dad suspects him of having shot. He's dead now, too. He died of natural causes. But, uh... He shot Peter in the face. Peter, it looked like rivets in his head. And he started slowing down. They had to put him to sleep. Terrible, huh? Because he kept on going into his yard, I guess. So this grouchy old man sitting on his back porch shooting. <laughs> we, I can only speculate. But uh, you don't have to take care of your pets. They can take care of themselves, according to JLP. <laughs> At least if you live in the rural areas, then the dog can go down to the creek and get water or somewhere. <laughs> like, I don't know how you eat. Eat like a squirrels something? What do dogs eat when they eat in the wild? <laughs> but it's, isn't that sort of eye-opening? Oh, life could be simple. You don't even have to really take care. Your dog can take care of itself. Kids can raise themselves pretty much. Once they're a certain age, they can, they know how to go into the fridge and get their own food. They can uh, read the books as long as they have the decent um, discipline to read the books and do the homework. Math problems, writing, I guess. Homeschooling is not as hard as they pretend. As JLP said, being a mother is not the hardest job in the world, being a mom. No, it's easy, he says. And life, there's so many different things that are so much easier than you realize or different from how it's supposed to be. You have to give the dog water. (laughs) You have to give the dog, you have to buy the dog food. (laughs) I saw I'm never going to clean up after Sandy now, (laughs) says Carver 531. That's what I think with this school stuff, this lunch stuff. Some people, that's all they know and like they never even thought of, oh, I can just buy an apple and carrots and banana and that could hold me over possibly even all day but you know kids need to eat more that sometimes <sighs> anyway a uh, quick story hilarious ending of this interesting tweet Richard Hanania tweeted out on X posted on X being in the Bay Area and having grown up around Chicago this man posts I've developed a theory of crime in American cities. Not sure if it's true, but I haven't heard anyone make this observation before, and I think it explains a lot. The ending of it is hilarious. Part of, this part is interesting to me. Sometimes the media points out that for all the complaints about San Francisco, you know how dirty it is, the murder rate is actually quite low. And they're right about that. I did not know that the media points that out. There are basically two types of cities in the United States when it comes to crime, he says. There are southern, midwestern, and northeastern cities, like Chicago, meaning black, 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 <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Like, Chica- like Chicago, where there are pockets of extreme violence and everyone else is left alone. That's Midwest, right? Then you have West Coast cities, SF, San Francisco, Portland, Oregon. Seattle, Washington, 
where homeless are everywhere doing weird homeless subcultures. Some actual serious violence, though, is low, Richard Hanania posts. Nonetheless, the homeless intrude on the lives of the upper class in a way that they don't so much in Chicago through noise, littering, and other nuisances. And I'm thinking of so many, many vulgar other nuisances that are worse than no, just noise and littering. Why do cities tend to fall into these types of patterns? One of these patterns, either Chicago, very violent in certain pockets, or SF with homeless everywhere, invading everywhere. I think that having a Chicago criminal underclass makes SF, San Francisco, impossible. The SF homeless subculture can only exist when people can live on the streets and not be constantly robbed, killed, or harassed by a strong predator. <laughs> super predator. Super predators, super predators. No conscience, no empathy. That's a place boying remix of Hillary on YouTube. The Chicago criminal is a violent gangbanger who is impulsive and risk-taking, but not mentally ill in the schizophrenic sense. To survive the SF schizo, whoa, 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 we don't use the term schizo here, I disavow that, needs a soft environment where white liberals don't have the heart to push him away, and there aren't more dangerous criminals to compete with. Is this somewhat interesting to you guys? As it is somewhat interesting to me? Upper-class urbanites won't tolerate the Chicago criminal in their neighborhood due to fear. So even the most soft-hearted liberal will support policies to keep violence and disorder segregated in certain areas. You know, south side of Chicago. But the SF homeless, who just yells at the top of his lungs, Ah! Poops on the ground and doesn't have the mental focus or ambition to get a gun or rob someone is more tolerated. So you end up with bums intruding on normal life in SF in ways that Chicago underclass doesn't as much. In one way, the high levels of serious violence in Chicago might be a blessing, as you can have nice things at least in certain parts of the city of Chicago. Perhaps some ambitious mayor can consider a kind of underclass exchange program? It seems that Chicago could stand to lose a few of their violent criminals while SF might gain from having them to weed out some of the homeless bums. I don't know if that would work in the way that you might release one predator into an environment to eliminate another. I don't don't know if it'll work like that because the predators are not... What are they going to do to the homeless people? The homeless... I don't know. But our urban leadership hasn't shown that they're capable of that kind of creativity. But I felt that that was somewhat of an amusing tweet from Richard Hanania. I thought I would share it. Yeah, I've noticed that in L.A. There is violent crime. There is quite a bit of a growing bit of violent crime. But the homeless bums are everywhere. And then there's a whole bunch of weasel. Weasel is not maybe the right word for it, but there's a whole lot of break-ins, home in, not really even home invasions. They're more like burglaries. They try to break in because they're punks. And when I say punks, I don't mean the whites. I mean, you know, thieves. They steal stuff from cars, all that stuff. So, what a mess. 
William is in California on the line. What's up, William? Thanks for calling, man. How you doing? <laughs> uh, how, how do I sound? You sound fine. Hey, that's how they that's how they do it out there in San Francisco, <laughs> Seattle, L.A. They got all that vandalism. Yeah, car break-ins. You know? That's a soft yeah. crime, I guess. Because it's not violent crime necessarily. I mean, it? like you were saying, that's exactly how it is. You said Chicago's got a, got that that gang thing. Yeah, you know, they're looking for each other, right? And that gives Chicago a chance to have some areas that don't have that problem. <laughs> yeah. But uh, San Francisco's built kind of differently, and it's not big either. So, a lot of sometimes that crime gets up to the nice areas. Yeah. That's true. Like Baltimore is a shrinking city, in that yeah. they have a decrease, a declining population because the crime. I assume because the crime is so high. I guess. Right. And uh, yeah. and so they don't have a pocket. Just the whole city. I guess. I don't know. No, it can't be all bad because there are people who still live there. I know some people who are, really love Baltimore and are trying to. Oh, Maryland. Bring it back. Yeah. yeah. They got some pretty nice, nice places in Maryland. I yeah. Got red dead. There's a black politician who's not a liberal named Giovanni Patterson. Yeah. I've covered some of the stuff that he's doing. He's tr- trying to, you know, bring the, the, the schools up to snuff so that they're not failing yeah. the students and the parents right. up to snuff. He's like a, a decent man, you know? But anyway. Right. That's like you were talking about Chicago. The mayor is considering um, a city-owned grocery store because all of the blacks. Oh you know, yeah, I was talking about them. But I saw they robbed that. all the stores. And so it's going to be city-owned. And so what is it? They're just going to be. It's going to be free. You can't have a city-owned store. That's so stupid. <laughs> they, the blacks fall for so much snake oil. It's, okay. <laughs> They, they they say, well, it's not going to be profitable. So what are we talking about here? A government-ran store. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to mess with the taxpayers' money. Yeah, but so you can get it from the government, right? So there's going to be a bunch of products on the shelf that just say in black letters with a white label, ketchup. Just no brand stuff. It's just it's not for profit. It's like some more snake oil that they're going to fall for. It. It's not going to probably happen either. Yeah. You just can't. The city can't own a store. You know, it, uh, you, you hear all these things and they fall for it, you know. I almost fell for it, too, because I feel like they, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'd never heard no, the notion no. before of a my, city You know, owner. me and my brother got together last weekend, and uh, he goes, uh, one of the younger uh, members in the family, cousin, mm-hmm. you know, she's opening up a cookie store. And you just said they're robbing everything in San Francisco. You just said that. Yeah. You know. So it's like she wants us to give her money, but she's gotten, you know, she she was one of those last year, I got my own business. Yeah, you and how many other 40-year-olds had your own business? You know, you're going to get enough of that PPP loan thing. And um, she wants me and my brother to help her. I said, you know, absolutely not. Here comes her motor mouth mother, my aunt. I'm like, you know, it's... What killed me is just like you know you you don't really run anything but your mouth, and not everybody's stupid to fall for these tricks. Yeah, I like how you was talking about the students. 
<laughs> in the lunch. Uh-huh. I don't. I was just telling Sean. I don't remember it being that complicated. Right. You just gr- bring your lunch, or you buy your lunch, and I got, you're I got, set. I mean, I've had it all three ways. I mean, I've had the school lunch. I've had the bring lunch. Of, I think the younger years, you bring your lunch. Yeah. Uh, That's the a lunch mail. Remember that? Yep. I had a bag, but some of my friends had pails that. That's true. They had lunch pails, and some of them had, I had pictures lunch on them. And my mother did her best to just put things in there that was good for us. I mean, being at that young age, she's not going to fill up your lunch pail with a box full of garbage. You yeah. Know? I, got, I got my plum, you know, plum, nice. apple, whatever. Oh, right on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we had a fruit tree in the backyard with plums, so she would she wouldn't give us too many of them, but she would make sure she'd put one of those in there, and she had a little method with her sandwich. She'd put the sandwich within Tupperware, then put it in the lunch pail, so the sandwich would be okay. Uh, that stuff kind of wore out, and then you got a little older, and you went to if you you know it, it was a difference in, cal- in in private school and public school, but yeah. for the most part, it was all the same. I mean, you pretty much ate your lunch as fast as you could, so you could do what. Go so play. you could go play, yeah. And so it's, I think it's the not teachers, if, I was telling Sean, I think the teachers and supporting cast up, I think they, you know, the supporting cast, like the hall monitor, counselor, principal, yeah. I think what they did is they ate before the teachers. And while we were eating, those, those people came in the schoolyard and monitored us while the teachers had their, I always thought it was like an hour. Yeah, I and it's not as if the education is today is better than it was back then. I mean, I know that there are some smart students, right? There's s- smart Asians the and whites older, and even blacks. James, the older that my brother and I got, uh, my mother and father looked at it and said, wait a minute, are you guys even eating this lunch that they're making <laughs> us pay for? And right. you know, after we were teenagers, we said, no, we're not eating it. Yeah. And so they said, okay, there's three, like in middle school, I guess they called it junior high when I was in school. Yeah, me too. Junior high school, you pretty much ate lunch on campus. When I went to high school, you pretty much had off-campus lunch, so there it is. Uh We got the $3.10 on the table every morning apiece. I was such a freeloader. Was that dime (laughs) for the bus? $3 for school. In high school, it went up to 5 bucks. You was eating off-campus. I don't remember lunch being all that complicated, though. Back when money meant something, too. Now it's not I, meaning. It doesn't mean I anything. I just don't remember it being that complicated. It's just, are you, are you eating? Yes. Are you eating on campus? Yes or no. And, yeah. and your parents made the adjustment. Uh, as far as the teachers, I think they got their full hour to sit down. Wow. But we, we, we didn't sit Sometimes down. that's too much because, you know, that after... After you eat lunch, sometimes you don't even feel like doing anything anymore if you ate something heavy or you get too yeah. much time off, then you don't feel like going back. If you take too long of a break, it breaks up your rhythm too much. Yeah. So anyway, and you remember, unless you're like playing. you said, it would be a longer line for pizza and hot dog and right. hamburger day. <laughs> of course. That, yep. You know, but even still, I think, especially the boys, when I grew up, we tried to eat as fast as we could. So of we course. could get out there to the schoolyard and everything. And, um, you know, lunch, I don't know. I don't remember it being that complicated. Yeah. I, I was a big boy. I'm a, you know, I was a big boy growing in sports and stuff. My mother would give me extra fruit. My brother had different interests. He wasn't athletic, but he, I, I, I know my mother gave me some extra goodies for a practice and stuff like that. And I ate it. 
You nice. know, it was just uh, it's energy of like you said carrots or something energy. She would do that <laughs> every now and again, but I never knew, knew that lunch was all that complicated. Yeah, you said, like you said, the government getting their fingers in on everything. It's terrible, man. I appreciate it, William. I gotta go. I take care, man. You too, man. You take care, man. All right. Guys, this has been the Hake Report. Enjoy Walk Like Jesus by Mary Rice Hopkins. Speaking of children, and uh, adios, America. I'll sit with you through it. I want to walk, walk like Jesus. I want to go wherever he goes. I want to walk, walk like Jesus. For I know he loves me so. This song does not mock our Lord and Savior. America. I'll read your super chats tomorrow. I am remiss. Sorry, guys. Bye.